Ah, so 2017 has come to a close, and it's now January 2018. It's time for our best and worst of 2017. Hey, dude, it's not... It's not 2018 yet. Well, then why are we recording another episode already? Because we agreed to give everyone a bonus episode this year, remember? That's right! Merry Christmas, everybody! All you podcast listeners must be really must have been really good this year because you're getting a <laughs> bonus episode! Uh, just for Christmas, for us to say thank you for listening. And we are doing Gremlins commentary on this very special episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Phantom Podcast Network on downrightcreepy.com. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud for more creepy shows. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. I'm your host, Insane Mike, and it's a bonus episode, a Christmas present to you. We're doing a commentary episode for Gremlins, keeping with our Christmas theme we got going on. Yeah, you just don't listen to this episode after midnight, right? That's right. Okay. That's absolutely right, and don't get it wet either. Okay. Okay. Um... So, uh, real quick, we'll breeze through a couple of these uh, these little little things real quick. As always, um, uh, if you want to donate to our Patreon, just go to patreon.com backslash AOTKP. Get lots of cool perks, like other bonus episodes, special videos, so you could even get a t-shirt, shout-outs on the show, and so on and so on and so on. So check it out. AOTKP. And also, um, we are part of the Phantom Podcast Network. You can check out the Phantom Podcast Network at downrightcreepy.com backslash phantom. And check out all the many awesome shows that are on there. So wanted to get through the through that stuff super quick because I'm just really excited to do a commentary track for Gremlins. This movie. Really? Why? This movie's awesome. Oh, Joe yeah. Dante, man. He's just, oh, and I, you know, Dick Miller's in it. Yep. That's always a plus. You love Dick. <laughs> so now yeah. it's time to introduce everybody to <laughs> the podcast crew. On the sixth day of Christmas, <laughs> my true love gave to me. Tegu would say six geese aren't the only thing that are laying. <laughs> On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Jason Bollinger's copy of Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Brian Clark's getting milked by maids. Uh, okay. 
how he loves Christmas. <laughs> and on the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Terry Turford has never done anything nine times. <laughs> okay, how's everybody doing? Good. My Good. 12 Days of Christmas song is kind of trailed off. Yeah, it has. Did you have a drink while you were gone? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Some special eggnog. I had a drink while he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so commentary track for Gremlins. Where are we queued up at, Jason? You know, it starts right right before the Warner Brothers logo pops up. Okay, so right before the Warner, Bro- Warner Brothers logo pops up, straight on black, and we're going to count it down. Are you guys ready out there? Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. So three, two, one, play. I love the file that we're watching this off of is titled Grim Lines. It is. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a German cut. I mean, I mean, perfectly legal and legit Blu-ray that we're watching. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> <coughs> This doesn't look like Christmas. Short round. Oh, no, it's the no, nuns it's from the last movie. <laughs> <clears throat> Man, what a good Christmas present. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. When's Jack Burton come out? I was just yeah. going to say that same thing. Uh. <laughs> There's a lot of neon there. Now we just need some maniacs. Oh. Yes, we do! I did that just for you, Mike. Thank you. It smells like cat piss, kid. (laughs) That's how I know. Check me. I like that it'll probably burn to the ground. <laughs> Son, none of these, sh- none of this stuff has prices on them. <laughs> you don't care about this toy store. Back in the day when we used to make short little films and stuff, uh, like Dustin and Sam and those guys, there was a spoof of gremlins for a film fights battle where they they purchased the mogwai and one of the rules is that you have to silence your cell phone (laughs) so basically the gist is that as soon as someone's phone goes off the mogwai murders everyone There's a, a Gremlins fan film that just got released oh, like, yeah. late last week to Utah. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but apparently it's really cool. Oh, nice. And it's like all practical puppets. And... Cool, I'll have to check that out. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that's on the list for the weekend. <laughs> when you'll have a free 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably.
I'd have to say maybe the uh, in Demonica, the gypsy store is maybe slightly based off of this opening scene. Because oh. again, like, it's kind of the same principle. If you have something that could cause such mayhem in your store, and you know it would, and you don't want to sell it, then why do you have it in the fucking store? <laughs> to yep. tempt stupid Guaylo. To be fair, no one's been in the store in 45 years. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> is that Howie Mandel in that box? It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you never oh, see Gizmo cute. shake anybody's hands in this movie. <laughs> at the volume level I've got the movie at right now, or I can hear you guys way above the volume of it, the, the when the Mogwai noises first kicked in, I thought one of the cats was making a really strange noise in the kitchen, and it was freaking me out. Like, what the fuck's wrong with the cat? Oh, wait. <laughs> Sitting here watching Gremlins, my daughter's favorite cat is dying a horrible death in the background. <laughs> oh, just cute mogwai noises. Did you know, guys, in Cantonese, mogwai means devil, demon, or gremlin? I did not know that. Very cool. Now you know. That's no one half on. the battle. So it's a little ashamed of myself that I didn't know that. Also, I need a <laughs> for fish lamp. Yeah. Oh, that is cool. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just said it was. Although, <laughs> good fucking luck dusting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> it's walking in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you hurry them along, they never have a chance to stop and poop. <laughs> it is kind of ridiculous rules, right? Not the only thing Rock and Ricky Rialto whipped out, and that's why there's all these new allegations coming out against him. <laughs> Rocky Ricky Rialto is a recurring character in several Joe Dante movies. Wait, I thought Spielberg did this movie. <laughs> oh. Yep, exactly. Baby. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. hear the uh, recent SNL skit uh, sketch about um, the development room for Gremlins Two? Uh. Uh-uh. No, it was pretty funny. It was. It wasn't the Key and Peele one, was it? I was gonna say, didn't the Key oh, and Peele do yeah. that? That's what it was. I guess it oh, wasn't okay. that recent. I watched it recently. So yeah, that that is hilarious. You had it me with funny. Gremlin VJJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Richard Attenborough. So I harbor the perhaps somewhat unpopular opinion that the second Gremlins movie is superior to this one because I like how completely fucking bonkers it is. Yeah. Oh, I, I like the second one, too, a lot. Plus, it has more Dick Miller. True. Feldman. Pre-crazy Feldman. 
Really pre? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> sure. There was never pre crazy. Hey, it's a puppy. So cute. Puppy. Aww. <laughs> He's not cold. Now, where's the everyone else's love for Hoyt Axton, though? Oh, sorry. Plays Billy's dad. Hoyt. Country folk Americana singer. Did the theme song for Mitchell, Joel uh, Hodgson's final episode of MST3K. Nice, okay. Mitchell. <laughs> Dick. There is Dick Miller, everybody! Woo! <laughs> Glad you got to hang out with him. It was pretty what? cool getting to meet him. Mike's you first convention. You got to hang out with Dick Miller? Yep. Not really hang out. Oh. We, oh. we, were, we went with Justin to um, Days of the Dead in Indiana, and Justin was going there as a vendor. And so it was pretty cool because we kind of got uh, to do a lot celebrity. of celebrity. Got to do a lot, yeah, celebrity, yeah. Uh, we got to do a lot of behind the scenes stuff at that convention. It was fun, and so we got there like before anyone else got there. So I just walked around, and there's poor old Dick Miller and his wife trying to hang up this banner, and it kept falling on them. So I went over and helped, talked to him for a little bit. Wow, got to hang yeah. out. That, like that is. So fucking awesome! Yeah, it was very <laughs> awesome. Yeah, very I mean, cool. I know you have other celebrity stories, but I guarantee you, right now, that is the to me the best <laughs> one you've got. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, man. I'm a huge, huge Dick Miller fan. It's gonna be a sad day if he ever leaves you us. Sh- <laughs> It'll officially mean that Joe Dante's day- done making movies if that happens. Because who else is he going to put in his movies? True. I don't think there is oh, a Joe Dante movie that doesn't have Dick Miller in it. No, he's got uh, Dick Miller and Roger Corman, I think, is in all of them, too. There's at least like in a little cameo. Or maybe not, because he's not in this, is he? No, yeah, not so much. Uh, yeah, I know he's in all movies in this movie, but... Yeah. But I can't remember the actor's name who played the um, the serial killer werewolf guy in The Howling. Oh, um... Um, Robert, um, fuck. He was also yeah. the, the computer doctor in Star Trek Voyager. Fuck. Yes, you're right. He's in, he's in almost every single one of Joe Dante's movies as well. I don't think he's in this one, but he does show up. He's in Gremlins too. He's the one that uh, ends up with the female Gremlin at the end. Um, yes. And he's also in The Burbs. He was one of the, uh, one of the, uh, garbage men with Dick Miller. Small Soldiers. He was in Small Soldiers. Oh, Zach. Such a baby. <laughs> Got to meet him a few years back at Crypticon. Yep. yep, that was cool meeting him and getting to talk to him. and Asked him asked him at, the, uh, at his Q&A. My big question for him was like, so when I was, I told him, I said, when I was a kid I had I had a huge crush on Phoebe Cates and Deborah Foreman, and you are a lucky son of a bitch. You got to kiss them both. Who was the better kisser? <laughs> so what was his answer? He slapped you in the face. I, I he did a very political answer where he didn't give me a straight answer. So <laughs> she's in uh, the Howling too. 
Yeah, that's right. Yep, she's in the house. She shows up in other um, Dante films, too. I can't remember which ones, but yeah. Oh, she's yeah. in Piranha. Yep, that's right, Piranha, yeah. And that there, I can't remember her name, but she, that was Flo from Alice. Kiss my grits. <laughs> she said what? Kiss my grits. That's right. <laughs> Bitch. The Shining Twins. Oh. <laughs> I have a dog? Came into my yard with a sledgehammer and went to town. What's your dog? Fuck him. Just <laughs> <laughs> right to the worst. Way to go. I know you, you guys have like met everybody, but me and Barney, like we hung out at a convention once. <laughs> He's so chill. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, other than Dick Miller, that's the coolest celebrity in the movie. But it's not with that dog. He's super cute. Yeah. Fuck a snowman. He's banking, you idiot. Yeah, he's opening a savings account. God. Depositing bones. <laughs> you better get his free toaster, too. <laughs> Did you guys ever see... You ever guys ever watch this uh, when it was um, on television? Maybe. I don't recall. The television cut of this movie has a deleted scene, an extra scene with, uh, with uh, Judge Reinhold. At the bank? Yeah, oh, I'll get into that here in a minute. But the guy sitting next to uh, Peltzer there, uh, next to Billy, is, um, 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 shit. Uh, kids. Well, that's mean. Kids animator, um. He's a veteran actor named Um Shit. <laughs> no, he's, he's not, he's. It's he, German, alright? It, no, he's not an actor. He does Looney Tunes cartoons. Help me out here. Um. Oh, oh. It's. Mel Blank? Oh. No. <laughs> no, the director animator. Chuck Jones? Chuck Jones, that's Chuck Jones, yes. Oh. As you know, Joe Dante is a very big fan of uh, Looney Tunes Looney cartoons. Tunes, yeah. Since this and especially the second one are basically live action Looney Tunes cartoons. Yeah. yeah, second movie for sure. Did you guys, probably not, did you guys ever see the Looney Tunes movie, Looney Tunes Back in Action with. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yep. It is awesome. I love it. That's that's when I was saying that Roger Corman's in it. He's a guy in a phone booth at the studio. Oh, that's right. Well, that's Joe Dante, right. yeah, Joe Dante, uh, you, know, uh, you could obviously tell, but Joe Dante directed that as well. Yeah, um, and among other sci-fi yeah. monsters that make an appearance in it, there's a Dalek. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Now I have to watch it. What's that? And, and uh, Roman from Robot Monsters is in it yep. as well. 
and, and the uh, the uh, Metaluna mutant from this islander. <gasps> That's right. Yes, yes. My favorite joke in that whole movie is towards the beginning when they go to Brendan Fraser's car and it's a gremlin, and they don't even they don't even dress that it's a gremlin, but the gremlin theme music plays when as soon yeah. as they show the shot of the car. That is one of those movies like it didn't do very well. No, and I think in general it was maybe a little too much inside baseball. But for people like you and I, like that—that—that's who that movie was made for. Absolutely, like Dante did not give a fuck. He just packed it full of jokes that he thought was funny, and he knew that other monster kids would love. Yep. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's great. It's a bummer though; it didn't do well. You know, it's like it was kind of like the answer after Space Jam, and that was such a success. But I find it so much better than freaking Space Jam by... Oh, Space Jam is fucking garbage. Come yeah, on. exactly. What? <laughs> but, Nuh-uh. yeah, Looney Tunes back in... I'm pretty certain when I went to see that, we were the only people in the theater. Aww. Yeah, I've never like, seen it, it, it but don't be talking shit quiet. on Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me that modest little cottage house is where uh, Michael Jordan lives. Forget that. That's the whole takeaway from that. <laughs> well, that and, that and veteran voice actor Frank Welker got paid an obscene amount of money to do the dog noises in that movie. Not the animated all. dog. Michael Jordan's pet dog in the movie. <laughs> Please well. make sure to tweet at us your opinions on um, which movie you prefer, Space Jam or Looney Tunes Back in Action. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, I'm a little more uh, forgiving toward it if Frank Welker got a shit ton of money. That is cool. You know, Megatron playing a cute dog. Hell that's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just so convinced strange. Frank Welker's like the godfather of voice acting. Like, Oh, absolutely. That dude yeah. is a fucking chameleon. He can do anything. He like, needs a documentary. Yeah. If you've watched a cartoon that was made from the 80s up until now, you've heard Frank Welker's voice. Yep. I mean, he's Nibbler in Futurama. He's he's <laughs> fucking everywhere. Yes, he is. Don't go to his IMDb page. Your computer will blow up. <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching Gremlins. <laughs> we are? When? <laughs> I feel like if uh, I was given the antenna, <laughs> if I was given uh, Gizmo, I'd be like, uh, pretty cool, but my dog's a little cuter. <laughs> yeah, right. Thanks for the Down syndrome Furby, Dad. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the puppy! He's so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Gizmo is pretty cute, though. Yeah, yeah so Frank Oz is. doing it? What's the, oh, Frank Oz. We were talking about Christmas presents earlier. That's one other thing I've got for my daughter for Christmas is the uh, Nika Gizmo that's got the different Aww. faces you can switch on and off and the little Rambo, like the bow and arrow that he makes oh. out of the paint. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little salty. I have I bought like all the different versions of them, and then they put out one with all of everything oh. in one box. Oh, no. Oh, man. Nah, now my 11-year-old daughter has a better toy than you. <laughs> so when we were talking about frank welker i just want to say that it's not too off topic because frank welker did the voice of of stripe 
Um, and other gremlins within the movie, too. So, Heck yeah. And Michael Winslow from Police Academy movies did some voices of uh, gremlins in the movie. That's awesome. I believe... Yeah, I believe he did the uh, the fireplace sound and um, the camp the, the, the camera sound he make. <laughs> that sound right there. That sound of the camera. All the voices are actually overdubbed by Michael Winslow. <laughs> it's not really Hoyt Axton talking. That is Michael Winslow. He does the music score. <laughs> Tad, you're the bigger horror toy collector, I think, of the bunch. Did they ever do, did Nika or anybody do, like, a cool articulated version of, not Stripe, but the, uh, like, the lead villain gremlin from the second movie? Is it Mohawk or something like that? Because he's, like, he's the most badass-looking gremlin of either of the movies, any bunch. Like, he's just as fucking awesome, and I really want a toy of him. I believe they did, and they did um, two different versions of Brain. They did like a, a normal scale version, like that fits with the Gizmo and everything. Then they did a twelve inch one that's really awesome, but they didn't make many of them. Yeah. You need it. Probably long out of print now and cost a fortune, but. Yeah, the twelve inch one's like a couple hundred bucks. Tad's got three no, of each. Uh, even even just the regular, like the four or five inch Mohawk would. That Nika stuff, like when Nika stuff is in print, they're super reasonable. Yeah. But it, the second they stop production on them, it's like they just go through the fucking roof. <laughs> oh my god, there's so many used condoms! Oh. <laughs> And they say don't get them wet. Uh, <laughs> uh, it says don't get them wet. It doesn't say anything about don't get them sticky. <laughs> One of the studio notes uh, to Joe Dante and Steven Spielberg on seeing the first cut of the film was that, that there was too many gremlins. So Spielberg suggested cutting them all out and calling them calling the movie People. <laughs> when Steven Spielberg smack talks you, you're like, oh, we should just shut up now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite awesome. as- one of my favorite aspects of this movie was was um, Billy's bedroom. I wanted this bedroom for some reason so bad when I was a kid. I just thought I thought it was just a you know, up in the attic, and it was just, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's huge. He's got this giant loft, and, you know. Yeah. He's got the whole floor to himself. Right. And eventually, when I was in that high school, that room. is what yeah, I got, like, yeah. Got. <laughs> I was the stereotype. I had my mom's entire basement to myself. Nice. Nice. <laughs> God, breakfast time. Got to use the orange juice chumbly. Now there's a deep cut Doctor Who reference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I got it. (laughs) It's too bad Adam couldn't join us tonight because he would have gotten that one. 
Oh, is he a big Doctor Who fan? He is a huge Doctor Who oh, fan. Oh, son of a bitch. You got to get him on then. <laughs> we'll just hey. ruin the show for Jason forever. <laughs> Great. Feldman. I feel like he's going to show up to a con wearing that sometime soon. Oh, oh man. He totally should. And not know he's doing this reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all I had clean. Isn't that just what he wears on stage at his concerts anymore? Skating around on roller skates, being a fucking weirdo. Jason, I got to see him, see him, him and his band concert. Oh no! Long Long time ago. Long time ago. It was Uh, awesome. We don't have a a long enough time to tell my story, but I'll tell you guys after the podcast of my uh, concert going experience with Corey Feldman. Was he an hour and a half late? Yeah, I heard a little bit of that. On he, our way to Bruce Campbell, I think. Yeah, yeah. He dressed me up in several costumes, and uh, it was it was a crazy night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, like if they ever do another Gremlins movie, you know they're gonna do it CGI. But those puppets look so awesome in this movie. They'll just have um, Andy Serkis like do motion capture. He'll play every <laughs> gremlin in Mogwai. And Corey Feldman's part. Yep. And they'll all sound like Gollum. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's not a lock that it would be terrible, but yeah, I don't really need to see another gremlins thing. Mm-hmm. Especially, since, nice. I mean, I, I love that Joe Dante's like custom designed the second one to guarantee the studio would <laughs> never ask him to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this one was such a nightmare to make because of the puppets. Yeah. Is Feldman wearing um, the Pamela Voorhees sweater? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he just needs to shave his head. Like I. I almost like want the third sweater. Gremlins not to happen just so Dante's punking the studio can live on forever. Agreed. Yeah, you can you can ruin this entire movie right now. You can Oh, there you go. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> that like bugging out eyes super in pain gizmo, that that's kind of hard to look at, like <laughs> especially if you're younger. Actually, I'm probably more upset that those comic books got wet. <laughs> Bag and board your books, Billy. Don't be savage. I got that issue. Exactly the sound a cat makes right before it throws yep. up. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you check your kitchen? <laughs> no, I, I can see both the cats right now. They're both asleep on the couch, so it's okay. <clears throat> yeah, you've done it. Peekaboo. Cabbage patch varmints. <laughs> Dog wants to eat one. He's looking at them like my dog looks at our hamsters. 
He's shaking his head like he didn't do that. That's your fault, buddy. <laughs> He's so unimpressed. Yeah, great. Going back to the comic book. A whole new species that procreates with water. Who cares? Aww. <laughs> so cute. This guy is like a mixture of John Goodman and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, like the bad parts of both of them. <laughs> hey. You go on to Spotify and listen to some Hoyt Axton music. It's actually really good. I will. I'm just I'm just He did a great song called The Devil. But no, he's absolutely you're you're totally right. He he looks like exactly what you just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so. a boudoir. No. <laughs> Just what I needed to see tonight is a tubby old guy covered in jizz. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good thing he had a um, arcade game just perfectly in scale for them, <laughs> and a trumpet. <coughs> the dog is judging the shit out of his performance on that trumpet too. <laughs> I'm impressed. Barney is a big uh, jazz fanatic. <laughs> Do you know how to play in any other key? Come on. <laughs> Uh-huh, nothing could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this could really be the big one, is what he says after every dinner, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty? So the original script of this movie was, like, way, way, way darker. Yeah, it was like a full-on horror movie, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think, like, in the original script, didn't the mother die? Oh, I've never read it. I don't know. I just know that it was originally intended to be a straight horror movie, and it was yeah. pretty much Dante and Spielberg. And it's like, no, if we make this a dark comedy, it'll be a lot better. And it totally was, because if yeah. this had been a straight horror movie, it would have just been... I mean, it, I know this was kind of the first of the little creature horror movies so then you got ghoulies and critters and everything else but it would have been just like 
Although Critters is pretty goddamn funny too, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Now she's got the Pamela Voorhees uh, sweater on, and the Pamela Voorhees haircut, the Pamela Voorhees face. <laughs> was the Pamela Voorhees line of um, of sweaters that year? <laughs> like at this point, they actually had coffee makers, right? Like, why did he have to do this? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it makes coffee, but worse. <laughs> Science. We're all about coulda, not shoulda. Is that an artichoke, like, connected to a speaker? <laughs> and the artichoke <laughs> is dancing? You've heard of the potato clock. Now you've seen the artichoke or stereo. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a mogwai? Do you mind if I spill more water on them? You think you'd like to play in the snow? I was going to say, yeah, don't drop him in the snow. We're all fucked. Even though later in the movie, yeah, and their gremlins just kind of running through the snow. Oh, maybe there has to be a certain saturation point. Like, yeah, probably. And yeah. Since the gremlin, gremlins look reptilian, presumably they're cold-blooded. So their body heat wouldn't melt the snow. So even if they get snow, you know, a little bit of snow on them, they're not going to be wet enough per se to procreate. <laughs> you and your science. <laughs> now here's our, I think we're one of the first tastes of the theme tune, which we'll hear like the full on, you know, gremlin ragtime song later on. One of my favorite pieces of theme music from a movie. I fucking love that. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it fits them so perfectly. Does anyone else have the uh, soundtrack to this? I don't think I do. Well, we need to get that, dude. Yeah. They did a... a I've never done it because I'm afraid to wreck the uh, cardboard, but apparently, like, the cover is a gremlin, like, playing with some Christmas lights, but apparently if you take, like, a warm, damp, like a washcloth or something and rub it over, like, the heat and the moisture will activate other things. Like, it'll make more stuff show up on the cover. Huh. But it's just a cardboard, you know, it's a record jacket, so like, I'm afraid to get it wet. <laughs> well, you learned your lesson watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can make a record for all of us. Yeah, exactly. Quit being selfish. <laughs> I bet people not from the Midwest watch this and are like, this guy's a lunatic. And we're all like, yeah, we know a guy who drives his plow from to the bar and back. I don't know about plow, but I've seen plenty of people who do that with lawnmowers. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Four-wheelers. Yep. Is one of one of those one of those people your dad, Jason? No comment. I've never actually had carolers at my door, but I can only imagine it's awkward as it is watching this, like, just standing and watching them. Okay, you, you done yet? 
think it was like after the first year or two of moving into my house, we that actually happened. We actually had carolers. I'd never so did seen you go it. on your porch and watch them like this. I peed on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he greets everyone who comes to his door, though. So it's not... yeah. Terry's done some caroling, haven't you? Yeah. Are you implying Terry's been peed on? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't wait long enough to say that, did I? (laughs) So you got me. (laughs) I just assume nobody carols in Mason City because they're afraid of getting shot. Yeah. Fair. This is the saddest fucking story ever. (laughs) I don't know. President's Day story in part two. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez! You can't just ask people if they're Hindu, Billy. <laughs> yeah, what is this? Nineteen eighty? Oh. You can't just assume people are lepers. Come on. <laughs> Oh, she's so cute. You said that in the same tone as the rest of us were talking about Billy's dog earlier. (laughs) He wants to pet her. Yeah, I do. Rub her tummy. Only in the fuzzy spots. Go watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. (laughs) And he's going to rub his fuzzy spot. There goes sleep tonight. Thanks. (laughs) 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 I'm kind of glad Zach kind of had a little bit of a you know, acting no, an acting comeback <laughs> over the past few years. What what's he been in? He was in Hatchet he was in Hatchet Three. Oh. Really? Yeah. Plays huh. the sheriff in it. Don't call it a comeback. Everyone was in Hatchet Three. Yeah, that's true. Three is the only one I own because I rented the first one because it was like raved about and I thought it was kind of eh alright whatever it's just another one of these and then I never bothered with the second one for a long long time watched it on Netflix because it was streaming at one point I just laughed my ass off through the whole thing and it was like right before 3 came out so I went and bought it and so yeah 3 is the only one I own But it's the only one I don't own And uh, Kevin McCarthy. You must have one of those uh, mattresses that doesn't move drinks when you're on it. <laughs> yeah. Sleep number. Yeah, is Kevin yeah. McCarthy or in this or, is he in the or I don't know what the fuck it is. Kevin McCarthy. Is sleep number. I don't know if he's in the second one or not either. But he's like, in one of Dante's movies. Though. He's been in a few of Dante's movies. He's in The Howling. That's right. That must be what I'm thinking of. Um. And I'm convinced that... Oh, he's in Piranha, too. He's the scientist who creates the Piranhas. Yeah, that's right. That's right, yep. 
And so I'm convinced that uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers was his way of getting Kevin McCarthy in the movie. Probably. <laughs> and that is a very... And there's the sticker from The Howling. <gasps> Holy shit, I've never noticed that before. <laughs> I haven't either until just right now. Oh, that's we were, like, fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, a little Howling nod. Way to go, Dante. <laughs> The chicken looks so gross in this scene. Yeah, oh, it does. <laughs> it's like that chicken in the fridge for a month. Yeah, it's like all salmonelli and ugh. <laughs> Is that a word, salmonelli? <laughs> name of my second cousin. A character from the Jersey Shore. I don't know. <laughs> um. It's it's what Nelly's gonna come back as when he. <laughs> Rejuvenates his career. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that would be awesome. When he gets out of jail. Spokesperson for KFC. <laughs> he just has a brain sitting on his desk. <laughs> Next to his like Omega 3 don't. fish oil pills. That's just the thing. Now, Invasion of the Body Snatchers is a very glaring gap in my 50s sci-fi horror monster movie lover knowledge I've never seen Invasion I've seen the Donald Sutherland version which is great yeah that's my favorite that's still my favorite version but I'm shocked I've never realized you had never seen the the original wow yeah his eyes are bigger than normal just as shocked as you And it wasn't, wasn't one of the, the pods first? in Gremlins too. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's, that's what I think they. Well, essentially, what they hatch out of is. Yep. Kind of a reference to that. Um, is that the first instance of the downer ending, like where the monsters win? It might be. It really might be. I can't like, think of uh, another movie. The, the classic 70s downer ending by a good 20 years. Yeah. You've had him for like two days, Billy. (laughs) You fucked it up this much. (laughs) You only had three rules and you ruined two of them. Those little shitheads. It would pretty clear. Funny. It would have been funny if it was like <laughs> not daylight savings. No. <laughs> that actor's done a ton of stuff too. The teacher. Yeah, I was gonna say, what else has he been in? Uh, Corey Feldman's in a lot Lost of stuff, guys. Boys. Uh, <laughs> I said the teacher. Oh. Because I knew he's a smart ass with a student like that. <laughs> oh, no, I gotta look him up. It's gonna bug me. It will. 
So they don't have some kind of cool machine to frost cookies? Dude, what the fuck is wrong with the ring? Oh, it's an invention phone. Yeah, because uh, their normal phone, you know, a cord this yeah. is a cordless phone in the 80s. Glenn <laughs> Turman is his name, and he's done a lot, but um, he played the detective, though, and John dies at the end. Oh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, he's done a lot of stuff, man. Robot. Oh yeah, I got pictures. Oh, there's that's the, totally. It's Robbie the robot. And there's the time, time machine from the yeah. original time machine. Fangoria on the floor. Yep. Pods from aliens right there. Yep. <laughs> oh. A plaid cowboy right there. Yep. <laughs> In a minute. Oh shit. That guy's familiar too. It's Judge Reinhold. He was in. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Best times at Yeah, I know I've seen that guy in a ton of things. I, I, I'm thinking a lot of like live action 60s and 70s Disney films. It's, yeah. it's Harry Carey from The Cubs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Cubs. Heard of it? Fuck off, beat. No, my other pets hung him from the front porch with Christmas lights. <laughs> you thought my dog was bad. Huh. That's how All the important I stuff you learn in science class. Yep. Mike and I had to watch movies on in school. Yep. <laughs> or the old, or the old slide slideshow one. Where you hear the ding every time it's time to change the slide. To the next line. No, it was probably fifth or sixth grade before they quit wheeling out the reel-to-reel uh, -reel projector in our school. Yeah, I can't remember the last. When, when that ended I went to a really small school that didn't have a lot of money so it took them forever to update yeah. and I'm like Aww, well, well after DVD was a thing they were like we have a laser disc player oh. nice they should upgrade. have a separate commentary track with Terry just going, aww, aww. I know, right? Aww, so cute. <laughs> I can't help it. Puppies and gizmos. She's defenseless, guys. She can't help it. Feldman's? Feldman's. Aww, Feldman's. <laughs> Feldman's and puppies and gizmos, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> And one of my dogs kind of looks like if a mogwai fucked a rat, so. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are they watching? <laughs> I think they're watching Alien. <laughs> Autopsy of something. Faces of death. Serbian film. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
That's Taking a progressive it to a teacher. Dark place. That Abe Simpson back there? <laughs> Billy. Billy. The teachers don't have their own phone they can use, like in the office. They had to use a pay phone. Mm-hmm. It's a way for the school to raise money for new football uniforms. <laughs> he has a brain on his desk, but doesn't have a phone. I think the brain's supposed to go on that head. Hey, what's up? Hey. We're friends. I stabbed you once. Except for the stabbing, right? <laughs> Fair trade. I want to make so many awful jokes about chocolate right now. <laughs> it's a ghost. There's no reason to believe it speaks English either, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's the soothing tone of his voice that the animal responds to, not the words. Hey! So if I said, I'm gonna chop you up in little pieces, gremlin... Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I, I, I mentioned earlier, oh, maybe it might be a good time to finish the story. But yeah, when I first saw this movie on television, there was a whole other scene I had never seen before. And so the television kind of had this extra scene where, you know, all hell is broken loose and, um, and Zach and Phoebe are trying to find a place to hide and they go into the bank and they open the bank vault and there's Judd Reinhold like all all crazed out like he's got PTSD and he's like freaking out about about the gremlins and he's just like and he and they eventually just leave him there huh oh no it's the reanimator juice oh it's coming back He does have a phone in his... Yeah. Why did he use the payphone? What the hell? After the candy bar, it's Christmas. The gremlin's pissed that it wasn't ham. Had it been Thanksgiving, he could have offered it jive turkey. (laughs) 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 Too healthy. Frank Walker. Oh. Probably. I'd be like, well, not my problem anymore. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they don't let you have pets. (laughs) 
Hey, it's the plus room. It's another extra room. The vent leads to that cabinet? If this was the second movie, that gremlin would be dressed as a nurse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it would be super funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the saddest scene in the whole thing. Oh, and Terry's not even here to see it, but yeah. Gizmo looks so sad and scared. I just want to snuggle him. I'll go ahead and say, oh, for her. (laughs) There's some great stop motion coming up in this. Like, stuff that I didn't even pick up on as being stop motion until I got the Blu-ray and could see it in high def enough to, you know, see the blur lines around the... I suppose it would not so much be stop motion as was it Phil Tippett uh, pioneer that go motion thing where they blur their lines around the edges of the creature to make it look more realistic, hmm. like they use in Dragon Slayer. But like when she's fighting the gremlins in the kitchen, I always just thought they I thought this whole movie was puppets until I yeah. got the Blu-ray. Like holy fuck, that is some of the most flawless stop motion I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, you'll have to point that out, because I never realized that either. It did say phone home. <laughs> Quite possibly. I love the use of the song right here. It's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) On Billy. Two Billys in a row, by the way. Yeah, it's true. Two Christmas... Two Christmas-themed horror movies we watched in a row, both with the lead characters named Billy. Both How 84. bad a care do they take of their record player that those covers are that fucking dusty you can visibly see the footprints of the gremlins on them? Come on. Bullshit. <laughs> Don't leave the needle on that record either. That'll ruin it. No. <sighs> Motor on my 26-year-old record player finally took a shit. Makes me oh, sad. Gotta spend sucks. some money and buy a new one. So I got a bunch of new vinyl and I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> you don't actually listen to it though, right? I mean, you just collect it and tell people you have it. No, I totally listen to it. We have, <laughs> my buddies come over, we have tabletop gaming nights, and I put records on it and annoys the shit out of them because I always go to flip the record over in the middle of my turn. <laughs> About every 10 minutes, you have to flip the record. Like, you, you get spoiled in the day and age of, like, you know, CDs, and then nowadays with everything's just digital. It's like, oh man, I have to right get there. up. There you go, Mike. Stop motion. Oh, man. Are you shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I can kind of see it, but like the jerkiness just kind of works with the with the creature, right? Right. Because you're used uh, to seeing the puppet being kind of jerky, so that's like that was that's fucking awesome. I know. 
Love it. Yep. <laughs> this whole kitchen scene is just awesome. I imagine their blood sort of smells like uh, lime jello. <laughs> Oh, I did see a flaw right there. Mm. When it was uh, kind of the over the shoulder of the gremlin, I could see the uh, stick holding the gremlin's uh, holding the gremlin's arm. Yes, <laughs> classic. Flea and tick killer. Nice. Ugh. It's like a marshmallow. She just poked a couple holes in it with a fork first. She wanted to save it and clean the whole microwave out. <laughs> Put a towel over it or something. Lessons learned in that kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> they just cleaned up all the orange juice, too. It's a big fucking stocking. Why does one person get that big of a stocking and the other two people get just completely fucking gypped? That's Barney stocking. It's their yeah. only child. <laughs> yeah, that's Barney stocking. <laughs> at least it's hung by the chimney with care. Well, that's shitty. Regardless. Boogity. Boogity. <laughs> oh man, I was saving it. I'm a brick dancing robot. Tinsel's not really a thing anymore, is it? Like, people don't drape tinsel on their trees. Oh. I can barely summon the energy to decorate the tree. Basically, I put up the few sweet, recent ornaments that I have, and then I make the kids do the rest if they want the tree out. Yeah, that's what I do, too. <laughs> Simon puts up and most of the ornaments. And I have a pretty light-strung tree, too. Like we do, too, yeah. You snap it together. I just don't have Oh, you guys better share pictures. But I've got, like, all of the aliens, Predator, Transformers, Godzilla, recent ornaments. I don't have the Jaws one, though, and that pisses me off. Burning gremlin head. Nice. Just blows his nose in the curtain. <laughs> you don't get no fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Letting all the heat out. <laughs> Yeah, that's your tree. So much goddamn garland. I didn't mean that. <laughs> that's what the guy said. I didn't mean that. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you bleeding on my floor? Did you say jizz? <laughs> yeah, jizz mo. <laughs> It's the porn version. It's the porn version. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that probably already exists, and that's really depressing. I'm looking. <laughs> Through his collection. <laughs> Rule 34. Or, I think that's the right number. 
if, if something exists, there's a porn version of it, basically. Robot. <laughs> Robot. Robot. Computing. <laughs> it's like the saddest convention ever. I love how Robbie the Robot has his own IMDb page. <laughs> well, he should. He was in two feature films and a whole shit on TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously more than two feature films because he's in this and he's in Looney Tunes back in action. But well, featuring he... in the movies as a main character, he's in uh, Forbidden Planet and The Invisible Kid. Yeah, I was going to say. Invisible Boy. Invisible yeah. Boy. Invisible Boy, yeah. yeah. Invisible Kid's a shitty metallic song, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also oh, it's late. I think it's also a shitty um, Fred Olin Ray movie. Or wait, that's Invisible Mom. <laughs> I've seen Invisible Maniac. That one's fun, but that's not a Fred Olin Ray movie. No, Invisible Maniac's awesome because Barnes and Barnes did the theme song for it. Oh, oh did they really? Yeah. God, I haven't seen that movie in years. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Invisible. Ah, I get it. I think. Michael Winslow <laughs> earning his money. He's doing the voice of the alarm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he just has a sword. <laughs> Natural enemy of the gizmo. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> oh, <What>? dick! <laughs> uh oh. This thing's just so bad. Shape of water. Yep. Shape of water. <laughs> Wonder twin powers. But the sound of water, Michael Winslow. <laughs> oh, fuck. It had to be fun to do that. Pool effect. Now you've done it. I feel like they should have put the song YMCA over this scene. (laughs) If it was the second movie, we would have got a whole number. (laughs) (laughs) Is this in Utah? (laughs) They would be doing like the synchronized (laughs) swimming in the pool along to that song. <laughs> oh holy shit it's what's his face from Breaking Bad yeah it's Mike what oh yeah what do you want it's Mike from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul yeah whatever that actor's name is that we should know I think he is at this point legally changed his name to Mike from Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Meth Mike. Because otherwise he's that character actor who everyone recognizes as Mike from Breaking Bad and forgot they saw in other stuff before that. Yeah. This is a stop motion too. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That one's a little more obvious. Yeah, this one's a little not very good. (laughs) 
<laughs> I thought that was just animation. Dick Miller! Kind of like the werewolves at the very end of The Howling. Like, that stop motion is fucking garbage, but... So Mrs. So Mrs. Yes. Futterman is is Jackie Joseph, and again, like how Joe Dante, you know, pays so much tribute to Roger Corman. She was the original Audrey in the original Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Was she? I yep. haven't seen the original, and well, I've seen the original more recently than I've seen the Steve Martin musical version, but it's been a while. And honestly, I like the original quite a bit more. Uh, I like them. I like them both for different reasons. So it's a bummer that the musical Frank Oz version didn't didn't get the original ending. Have you ever seen the original ending to the uh, musical version? No, but I've heard you talk about it that they turn like kaiju size and like there's a bunch of plants just stomping the city. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Basically, they take over the world. It's awesome. Such a downer ending, because like, like the but, ending of the uh, Aliens Deadly Spawn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's a lot like that. It's a cool shot of a giant Audrey, just like you know, bear hugging the Statue of Liberty. Um, but like, yeah, Audrey dies. The, the, that scene when when um, uh, Rick Moranis busts in and Audrey's in the in the mouth of uh, Audrey Junior, and um, when he pulls her out, she's dead. And so, and he's so distraught, he ends up he ends up just climbing, walk, committing suicide by climbing into Audrey Junior's mouth. Huh. Here we finally get the full-on Gremlins theme. <laughs> Love this music. Oh, so yeah. awesome. I always set this to be my ringtone this time of year. <laughs> Do you actually like get phone calls though? Well, I said it to be my text ringtone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, try to, I try to avoid phone calls where I can, but it plays the whole seven-minute version of the Gremlin scene for every text <laughs> oh, message. No, it's like, <laughs> like the first four or five. Dick, no. Well, thanks to part two, we know that the Funnermans lived. So. That looks like Hal Holbrook. Yeah, it does. That's that's a felony, isn't it? Like to mess with mail. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say impersonating Hal Holbrook. <laughs> <laughs> You pesky gremlins. He understands the technology. (laughs) (laughs) You can't unsee it now, can you? No. (laughs) His name is Jonathan Banks, by the way. No, it's Mike. Never heard of it. <laughs> right, right, it's Mike. Oh, 
that's something I've always you know, talking about. He understands the technology. That's something I've always loved about the Gremlins. That make, I mean, even though they were copied a million times over later on, that made them such a fun and unique monsters. They were at least as intelligent as people. They just don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to fuck with stuff. Like That's what makes them monsters. The only monsters, like only mini monsters from this area that ever gave them a run for their money, I think, were the critters. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were, those motherfuckers are smart enough to fly a spaceship. <laughs> like, they had full on sentience. And yes, the critters movies are goddamn awesome. Especially the first two. Yep. Yes. For sure. At the hungry heifer. <laughs> We're going to give you a great meal. Oh, that. That scene where the bounty hunters bust into the hungry heifer and the critters are just fucking up the buffet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Aw, kitty. Yeah, fuck that. Oh. (laughs) Stupid allergies. Yeah, the... uh, That was, like... In the first, I know this isn't a Critters commentary, but in the first Critters movie, when <laughs> there's two of them sitting on the front porch of D. Wallace's family's, you know, the home that's of the main characters, mm-hmm. and there's two Critters arguing like that they should go for it. One's going, "No, we shouldn't." It's, they have weapons. The other one's like, "So what?" Like the, these little naked furballs are so far in advance of human technology like they're just fucking animals in a box who gives a shit let's go eat them (laughs) and then they stick the shotgun out the door and one of them gets fucking vaporized (laughs) 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 I like that they went and got the outfits I love this shit I love the it's also like and implied in that the fact that they all have outfits is they murdered a shit ton of carolers and stole their outfits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all just for them having to have a good time, you know? That's all it is to them. So I know we can't really dress as Gremlins and go Caroline, but we should totally go Caroline and just sing that theme Sing song. like Gremlins? <laughs> yes. Exactly like that. <laughs> I'm sure people would get the reference. Right. Yeah. right and not call totally. the police immediately. <laughs> <laughs> also <Whee>! good. <laughs> Everything else they do is a little, little bit horrible, but in this one instance, you're like, yeah, we're kind of on the Kremlin's side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or we could cool. fucking get Kremlin's puppets. And just like, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I'm focusing on this too much. I'm sorry. Then only, not only will we get the police called on us, someone is going to shoot us. <laughs> <laughs> we do it in Mason City, yeah, or Burlington, <laughs> or, or Tumwa, <laughs> or Keokuk. <laughs> yeah, I went to have lunch with my daughter at school on Friday, and uh, there was a cop car blocking the road in front of the school and uh, a cop in riot gear was walking away from a house across the street with a battering ram. (coughs) Huh. So, yay, Mason City. (laughs) 
that cop should probably clean off his back windshield. That's not safe. <laughs> oh, Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get like a puppet and hang him from lights in my house. Like that yeah. would be my Christmas decoration. Wouldn't he have gotten electrocuted? That's what I was just thinking. It sparked. Unless the handle yeah. is grounded. Yeah. No. Oh, this didn't clean off that back window. Crash right into the insurance company. <laughs> Needed to call him anyway. Yep. Probably not on his policy. <coughs> Just wait for three hours for the windows to defrost. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> An early attempt to have monkeys play the gremlins was abandoned because test monkeys panicked when they were made to wear gremlin heads. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I would love to see the footage. Yeah, yeah footage. Oh, that footage has got to be there somewhere. Come on. That would be insane if there were real monkeys used. <laughs> Gremlin heads. <laughs> and uh, thinking of going back and Joe Dante loving references to 50s movies, this guy right here is Kenneth Toby, star of the original 1951 Howard Hawks, The Thing from Another World. Oh my god, nice! I could see it. <laughs> I like that his like briefcase is a bowling bag. <laughs> <laughs> and from the ceiling fan, hang on. Gremlin's so funny. <laughs> know how to party. <laughs> I know that. I like how she continues to work. Yeah, she's like serving them. <laughs> I can only imagine they're really shitty tippers. <laughs> this I is feel like I've been to a few scenes. bars like this before. <laughs> yeah. I say, this is kind of a metaphor for real bar life. This is this is pretty right right around Christmas time when everyone you know comes back home and yeah those pre holiday gatherings like the day before Thanksgiving and yep and you might not know but there's a barber shop there too <laughs> <laughs> oh shit you can see his junk see he's getting wet beer belly. That's a Star Wars arcade game right there. And that Gremlin's better at it than you. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff is awesome. This bar scene's one of the best scenes of the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we're all loving this. We're not even talking. We're just so amazed at the scene. <laughs> what do you even say? It's just... Mine's more just sad introspection because my pre-holiday get-togethers are the same amount of alcohol but none of the social interaction. (laughs) I still have the bee puppet, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, I love this one. Yes, exercise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, God. We played this last year at the Capitol. Like, people were, like, rolling. They were loving it. I think a lot of people hadn't seen it in a long time. They forgot how funny it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a Joe Dante <laughs> touch right there. I mean, I, I have a feeling this like whole scene is just Joe Dante getting to do whatever the fuck he wants. He's like a gremlin himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's making an effort to light all four of your cigarettes. Keep your head still. Bright light. So the mom in this movie is... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. No, you, you first. Um, is Frances Lee McCain. Um, she plays the mom. And she also played Lorraine's mom in Back to the Future. When Marty goes back to 1955. And also, the movie theater is the same movie theater that Marty McFly crashes into at the end of Back to the Future. Actually, most of the downtown set for this movie was the same downtown as Back to the Future. Interesting. So she's also played mom to two 80s sex symbols. Yes. I mean, Leah Thompson probably a little less so than Phoebe Cates, but I always kind of had a crush on her because of Jaws 3 because I grew up watching that movie, but. I was hoping the rest of the podcast, you guys would just go, no, you go, no, you go, no, oh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how a lot of it, it works, yeah. It's just <laughs> me and Mike walking on each other's lines. <laughs> what were you going to say before my... Uh... I honestly don't even yeah, remember. See, and that's what I'll... happens. It's probably something about Critters anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to watch Critters, though. It's been All right, so let's, long. let's stop Gremlins and get into Critters. We, we need yes. to have a an episode about uh, little creatures that just covers yes. all of those with, like, That's ghoulies. A, and that is a good topic idea. idea. Yeah. That I pitched before. <clears throat> oh, you have? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Well, now have we're actually going to do while it. I was here? Because that seems like something I would have stumped for. Like, I totally would have had your back on that. Oh, I don't know. Well, definitely add it to the list, even though we got a lot of other shit we gotta get done. <laughs> so now I think I'll, I will change my name, or my uh, answer on the uh, bonus episode. I think I want the Gremlins at my uh, Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listeners, anytime Terry says, aw, take a shot. Take a shot. <laughs> you will die I of alcohol. Been, that's why I sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened to the dog? Did I miss? Still strung Nothing. up. I think. And you just did, left him at home. Did yeah. they send okay. the dog away after it was strung up? Didn't just they? Just making sure I didn't miss something bad that happened to him that I had forgotten. Because Barney was dog. smart and he probably hid and is avoiding all this. Well, I thought they took Barney somewhere after after he got strung up by the lights because they were worried something would happen again or something. No, they they brought him in and like warmed him up with a towel, and that's the last time you see him. Yeah. Well, I th- okay. It was the TV cut that had the Barney scene. In the TV, <laughs> in the TV cut, they put him down. Yep. <laughs> He'll never survive. The, the one and only instance of a TV edit of a movie adding a gore scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this is, speaking of which, this is when it happens, when um, they find Judd Reinhold. Well, he did surprise you. <laughs> Just in the wrong way. <laughs> and, there was and, that tra- and that trauma caused her to put on a Santa Claus outfit and kill people. <laughs> 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 but the chimney is really clean now. <laughs> that the whole uh, speech about her father was quite a controversy uh, between Joe Dante and the studio. There's Barney. Oh. He's with Dad. Barney went with Dad. There you go. Selling gadgets to people on the road. <laughs> Freezing to death in the car without any heat. It's fine. Well, he's it's got an invention <laughs> collar that puts out heat. Oh. oh, okay. Space heater in the car. It's yeah. fine. Hooks Contra- up to controversy. The, to the, uh... Speech. <laughs> That's all I had. Oh. The studio did not want it, and Joe Dante did, I'm assuming. Yeah, pretty much. I, I don't imagine the studio was like, we need a depressing story thrown in. Yeah, they just thought and it was Joe too- Dante's like, no, no, it's really funny if you're fucked in the head. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out, he was right. Well, city is destroyed. So there was a novelization of, of Gremlins, and... Uh, what one of these days I'm starting I'm starting my novel my little novelette collection man because to. these novelettes are so much they, fun they are fun because they go off the rails from the from the original source material because in the novelette they talk about how the um, mo- what so like the the drugstore that was behind them in the last scene was the monogram drugstore now how much do you want to bet that Dante is a big enough nerd that he named that after the uh, Poverty Row movie studio monogram that made a lot of Bela Lugosi's movies in the 40s. Oh, I guarantee it. Come on. Okay. Anyway, Remember who we're talking about here? That's gotta yeah. be... That guy, that's gotta be the case. <laughs> but, uh... Um, what was I talking about? Uh, the novelization of Gremlins. Oh, in the novelization of Gremlins, they explain that the, the Gremlins <laughs> are actually creatures from outer space. Wow. <laughs> 
once again, when we showed this last year, I really wanted to try to recreate this feeling, but I couldn't think of something to, uh, you know, make a crazy party in, in within the theater. I guess I could have just got a bunch of monkeys. Yep. <laughs> put put gremlin masks. Put them in on. gremlin masks. Yeah, yeah. Freaked out. There needs to be like an an MSD3K version with just gremlins watching <laughs> movies. Yeah, that'd be throwing awesome. Throwing shit at it. You kind of <laughs> get that a little bit in part two when the film breaks. Yeah. yeah. Which had different versions between the theatrical, the mm-hmm. home video release, and the novelization even. Oh, what was the novelization version? I've never read it. I don't know. Oh, I just okay. know that there was a version of that oh, in the novelization. I think we've actually covered this before on the show in some episode or other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Because in the it, theatrical version, it was Hulk Hogan saying, Hulk Hogan. hey, people paid good money. And then in the home video version, there was a John Wayne thing. Yep, I'm, and I've seen and that. In the novelization, there was something else. I would imagine it would have to do something with it being a book. A because book, it's yeah, all about sure. breaking the fourth wall of, of right. whatever media. Some weird meta joke. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but, like, I remember when the, when Gremlins 2 came out, um, a friend of mine ran the local movie theater at the time. And we would we would all sneak into the movie after, <laughs> after hours <laughs> Or sneak into the theater after hours and watch, and he would thread up the movie and we'd watch him. And he he pranked us hard. It was awesome because we were watching Gremlins two, and we were obviously weren't supposed to be in there. Um, so that movie when the well, that moment when the film breaks in Gremlins two, my friend who ran the theater he jumps up and just starts running like hell out of the theater <laughs> and we're like oh shit we're gonna get in so much trouble the film broke and all this and that and then all of a sudden we see those little silhouettes of the gremlins doing shadow puppets and shit and we're like what the fuck and then he just comes walking back in laughing his ass off at us he got us good how perfect so, okay here's my question who was running the projection booth then who was changing the reels oh you just build all you build all the uh the reels onto one giant platter and then it just plays automatic it plays on its own Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you meant within this movie. <laughs> like who, who's who's playing Snow White? Well, that's a good point. No, yeah. I I didn't realize that was a you know I, I don't I've never run a projector I don't know that much about it but I always assumed any film projections run off two projectors and the real changes are done on one while you know the next one was running on the other. Probably way back in the day it was done that way, but like, you know, in my days of working at the theater, it was just one giant platter, and when you get the movie in, it would come in on like six or seven different reels, and so you would would spend the night before the the showing, the the first showing, um, building it on the platter by splicing those reels together. Okay. Because when Foy and I went to see that uh, Thanksgiving cannibal double feature up at the parkway on 35 mil... They were doing it on the double projector system because that's how I they imagine, run. Yeah. Like they're old school up there, and one of the projectors broke. Oh no! And it, and it being the night before Thanksgiving, no one was available to come fix it. Oh no! So they had to run the whole thing reel by reel on one projector. So there was like a ninety second break between each reel while they. F- Oh shit! Up. That they do, yeah. It's old school up at the Parkway. It's awesome. I love uh, that theater so much. I could just see whoever had to do that, just f- you know, panicking and busting ass every time oh, a reel had oh, to be switched because ninety seconds—that's fast. Yeah. 
Earl and the guy who runs the Twin City Psychotronic Film Society ran down like, we're so sorry, one of our projectors broke. We can either keep doing it like this with a lag between, or we can just put the DVD in and show it that way. And the vote was Everyone's for like, no. the, the film, because like we paid to come yeah. up here and see it in 35 mil. Like We can watch this shit on DVD at home. Yep. So yeah, we're, like, we're, we're sorry. We know it's a huge pain in the ass, but this is what we want. And they're like, oh, that's cool. So they did it. Those guys are great. <laughs> Sounds awesome. The closest you'll ever see to watching this kind of movie in a grindhouse, except the theater doesn't smell like urine. <laughs> Look the scotched stop motion there. Oh, Billy, it's toys. not time to steal toys. <laughs> that's, a, that's a felony. Could have done that more efficiently with a bow and arrow. <laughs> or a fire axe, you know. Did he really need to break the neon sign? I would That's have, expensive. too. Fuck neon. Unless they're maniacs. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> 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 Every time I skateboard, I make that sound. Yeah, get it. <laughs> Can't see who's doing that. So. <laughs> Spidey sense. <laughs> Sweet boom boxes. <laughs> Nobody's called Soundwave on Krasomatic. been so long since I've seen this movie. It is so awesome. Yeah, it is. See yourself on TV. That used to be like an actual thing. <laughs> See yourself on the internet. <laughs> and the thing where if you taped yourself on TV, being on TV with your home video camera plugged in, it was an effect called video howl around. No, nobody. No, I... That's how they created the original titles to Doctor Who. Ha! <laughs> uh... Here we go, another toy toy store uh, scene. Oh, yeah. Yay! What did we have? Robots. Barbie. Robots. Smurfs. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Of course, there's Looney Tunes. Of course, there's be Looney Tunes. Yeah. Someone should add together like the scene of th this scene with the other Billy creeping around. Yeah, cut them together. Et, of course. Ow. <laughs> Michael Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Those are so creepy. Ugh. It's like a department store, I assume. Okay. Like a Sears that has everything. Right. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Even Drink. army crawls cute. <laughs> In the novel, the... Uh... The Mogwai that was left with the with the teacher was named Earl. <laughs> <coughs> Why is that important? Mm. Okay. He never claimed it was important. He just wanted everyone to know about yeah. Earl. <laughs> <laughs> I hate tennis. <laughs> World's smallest crossbow. Right. Just available in the sporting goods section. It's a child crossbow, I assume. <laughs> what child needs a real fucking crossbow? Child's. <laughs> <laughs> you mean what child doesn't need a real crossbow? <laughs> I mean, a gremlin is like a foot tall. So what child at the age of a year old needs a crossbow? My nieces and nephews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a chainsaw, for that matter. Tiny chainsaw. Gremlin Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> it says on IMDb that uh, Stripes with a Chainsaw, it wasn't in the script. They added it as a tribute to Texas Chainsaw. I have the vintage toy that's like a die-cast car with uh, gizmo yeah. in it. It's pretty sweet. It's <laughs> a terrible chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. Can't seem to get through that bat. That's a code violation right there. What is? Pulling apart the circuit box? Maybe it's not the chainsaw. Maybe the gremlin's just not strong. Not it's putting a, any effort in it. Oh, it's electric. Yeah, it's electric, yeah. That totally explains it. strong little arms. Clearly, it doesn't have a ton of upper body strength to bear down the weight on <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is presumably a uh, compressed ash or oak baseball bat. Show, shows the true quality of the Louisville Slugger. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Plus, you plug in <laughs> chainsaw. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we need a sponsorship now from from Louisville Sluggers. Ah, puppy! <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Two shots for that one. Barney, no. Barney's ready to fuck shit up. Yep. Gizmo's a horrible driver. <laughs> I didn't know Barbie dream cars had like motors in them. 
So those fucking Barbie dream cars had garbage clutches in them, so it's not as good as <laughs> I love the scene with Barney. Look at him go. That's so cute. Isn't it so sad to think Barney's been dead forever? Like, Shut up. Oh. <laughs> I would snuggle the shit out of that dog, and you're oh making it sad. Like now? Forever. I'm going to go snuggle my dog when this is over. Barney's real name is Mushroom. That's dumb. For <laughs> a dog, says the guy who's looking I mean, at his I dog. Like mushrooms, but what? The Maybe fuck? he's got fungus problems. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dog has foot fungus. Maybe that's, that's the mushroom. only thing that dog will eat on a pizza. <laughs> what was your dog name, Brian? Richard. <laughs> Dad, what's your dog's name? <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Hey, there's also a Mastiff named Khaleesi. Does that give me any cool points? <laughs> I had a girlfriend who had a dog um, that she named D.O.G., which is, like, literally D.O.G. Nice. Oh, my God. I thought it was clever. Okay. <laughs> So took it off some sweet ramps. Oh, I know you all saw my Facebook post about what if I ever get another dog, it's going to be called. So, yep, yeah. it's got to give me some cool points. <laughs> For all you curious listeners out there, if I ever have another dog, his name is going to be Poochie O'Fulci. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to write back about something about like be careful, not let that dog. You know, bite your throat out if you ever go blind. <laughs> Tarantulas all over my face. Yeah. Oh, gross. I guess doggy or gento, maybe. No. Puccio Fulci's <laughs> better. Puccio Fulci's better. Gross. <laughs> Splat. So, like, Billy's basically useless in this movie. Gizmo's the one that saves the day. Yep. That's so awesome. I like how the skull sort of, like, deflates. Mm. No, that'll bring him back to life. Didn't oh, you ever yeah. see Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All reporters must wear trench coats with the collars popped. Yeah, early 80s.
Wait for is. it. Broken into their house. Aww. You, you guys ever see, um... <laughs> you guys ever see America's Funniest Home Videos after, um, Bob Saget quit hosting after Dark? It? Yeah, when they got Tom Bodette to host it, and Trace oh. Bullu and Frank Conniff and J. Elvis Weinstein from MST3K started writing jokes for it. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Well, I was mm -hmm. like, I was thinking the, ho the host, uh, Tom Berenjon, Berenjon? Is that yeah. say his name? That's yeah, Tom Bergeron from... Bergeron, uh, the, that's right. The, the uh, um, I know that's Tom Bodette. What the fuck was Tom Bergeron from? Well, I'll tell you what, he's the newscaster on there on the TV. Oh, okay. I was kind of shocked at Brian's Funniest oh. Home Videos Authority. <laughs> Tom Bodet does Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. He leaves the light on That's for you. That's what I got. I was going to say, yeah, track. Motel 6. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, think. <laughs> Destroyed a whole town in three days. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you done fucked up, Billy. There's some Spielberg music there. He is very upset about the things he saw in your trash can. <laughs> Oh, Chug. <laughs> Speak American, you gremlin. <laughs> it means nothing. <laughs> yeah, tell that to the dead people yeah. and their families. Here, take my invention. That will most likely kill you. I'm sure I can find a tiny creature to imprison in this as well. <laughs> 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 Is that window fixed? Yep. Sure. They got safe light on it. This <laughs> 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 is a great final shot. That's a Thomas Kincaid painting. <laughs> it's a great, great matte painting where all the buildings are the wrong size. 
Yeah, the credits just kind of punch you right in the face there, doesn't it? Boom! Oh, there it is. Yeah, Mr. Jones, Chuck Jones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that I was like questioning you, but Jonathan <laughs> Banks. Frank, well, uh, how he of course. Oh, and Peter Cullen too. So we got Megatron and Optimus Prime doing. Barney yes. mushrooms. <laughs> Phil Rollins. Phil Collins. He's from New Orleans. Phil Rollins does a really great Phil Collins Henry Rollins crossover cover band. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just happy to be watching some seasonal films. Yeah, been cramming for the end of the year, but and it's every so, year. Every you know. year, it's like I don't get to watch any Christmas movies because I'm too busy cramming in the movies of that year for our year end right. episode. At least we get a couple this year. There's uh, Better Watch Out, which just popped up on Shutter. Yep, and I did get to watch that, and I I thought it was awesome. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I plan on probably this weekend. Uh, after the clutch concert and hell then, yeah um, yeah and then uh there's one that my buddy dave bowen called out on facebook everyone should watch called red christmas i guess it's on netflix has d wallace right i don't know oh. i that's the first i'd even heard of it but i've heard if, if dave says watch it i'm gonna watch it i've heard mixed things but it's yeah it just popped up on there Guns provided can, by Phil Spector. Oh, I was say, can we at least all Phil agree Spector? on saying fuck Phil Spector? Yep. But yay to Peter Gabriel, right? Yay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who to say yay or nay to when it comes to celebrities anymore. I can't keep up. Uh, Phil Spector killed Lana Clarkson. Oh, I, I know Phil Spector. Spector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Phil's, yeah, that's an obvious one. I just. What are, you, are you afraid that uh, Peter Gabriel like has some kind of allegations against him? With the sledgehammer? So he asked a bunch of women <laughs> to touch a sledgehammer? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just don't know anymore, man. <laughs> Two awesome logos right in a row. Yep. What do you guys think of uh, Ready Player One? The trailer dropped. Is that that new Spielberg thing? Yeah, new Spielberg. Yeah. We saw a trailer for it at the beginning of uh, Justice League, right, Jason? Yeah. I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on, honestly, from that trailer. It's based on a book, and considering the book uses like every intellectual property ever, I don't know how the fuck they're gonna afford to turn that into yeah, a I mean, movie. I saw Freddy Krueger in the yeah, cause... it has Freddy and Chucky in the same movie, and the Iron Giant. <laughs> yeah, and and if they Delorean. follow the book, apparently yeah. Mecha Godzilla is at the end of it. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> What's sort of a bummer though is Spielberg took out all references to his movies because he didn't want it to be like a thing. So, like, like playing favoritism, you mean, or something? Right, or? which is oh, stupid. Okay. It's like, dude, like you ruled, like you have. There's so many pop culture references that are accredited to him. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Should, shouldn't have messed with it. Because it... I mean, I have no idea what the hell this movie is, but, like, just seeing those images in the same movie, I'm like... Yeah, I'm I'm in for whatever it is. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're still recording. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's our commentary track on Gremlins. Man, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you so much for another amazing year of Attack of the Killer podcast. Really appreciate you guys listening. And this is our Christmas present to you. A whole extra episode. Wow. Any any final thoughts on Gremlins, guys? Or any final thoughts on the uh, Christmas season? Or this year of Attack of the Killer podcast? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mention it to you guys, but I, I'm actually Jewish and I don't celebrate Christmas. So this is <laughs> this has been incredibly awkward for incredibly me. Incredibly but... awkward. <laughs> uh, this is the last year of attacking the Killer podcast has been the worst because Brian's been on it and he sucks. Oh, now Gremlins is awesome, <laughs> and I hate Christmas. There. <laughs> this final thoughts. Terry, anything you want to add? Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that. I'm done. <laughs> Alright, what, what about you, Jason? Uh, yep, all good. It's good stuff. This one have any controversy with Spielberg directing? No, and I find that interesting because I, I still say that if you look at all those 80s Amblin films... They all have a similar look and feel to them that screams Spielberg to me. But so much, so many different directors, you know, like Joe Dante or um, Richard Donner or, you know, Toby Hooper. But, but yet, Poltergeist is the only one that there's ever been a controversy based on, on Steven Spielberg taking over directing. So, I don't know. I mean, Gremlins has Joe Dante's stamp all over it, though. Like, there's yeah. no way oh, you can question how much of it he put on it. But Toby Hooper is one, like, he's a cult director because he did Texas Chainsaw, so, like, everyone knows him from that. But he's never had a particular touch where if you watch one of his movies, like, oh, fuck yeah, this is a Toby Hooper movie. Like, he's always been very workmanlike. He just, you know, he shows up, he makes a movie. He finishes it on time, probably on budget. Good enough, done. Like he knows how to make a movie, and that's it. Yeah, you know, it's not like a Joe Dante or a John Carpenter or you know Dario Argento, somebody like that. Where if you watch one of his movies, like yes, this is very obviously this person's movie. Hooper just never had that feel for me, so that could be part of where that controversy comes from. I don't know. I always I always assume that like you know. Toby's kind of more of the uh, kind of a rebel filmmaker, kind of like you know doesn't put up with shit. Where you know somebody like a Richard Donner, maybe a Joe Dante, or was you know more willing to take take suggestions or demands, if it, if you will, from Spielberg. And Toby probably did not, so it so it probably started you know a lot more uh, talk around the water cooler during that film. And it blew up into this whole thing nowadays where everybody's like, who was the director of Poltergeist? So that's my take on it. But 
Doesn't matter. See you in the episode. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you again soon on Attack of the Killer Podcast. Oh, no. Could this be the end of? Attack of the Killer.